I, I just can't listen to rap music where they're, like, rapping in fucking iambic pentameter. Fair. And as a result, it causes me physical and psychic damage. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, uh... And I was like, okay, but what about Girl Grim Reapers? What about Trans Girl Grim Reapers? Hell yeah, hell yeah. And then that's where I got my idea. Do we want to actually start this episode? We've been going for seven minutes and we have not talked about... We have not said the name of the movie. True. We should start the or episode. Start the episode. We should start yeah, the episode. Yeah, that's a good idea. This is just us shitposting, I guess. <clears throat> we're, ju- we're shitposting. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready to begin the episode of Unsound Theories? Yes, we should start by doing the intro, which okay. is a good place for us to start at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> the, yes, the introduction the start to of the, the episode, episode. Seven and a half minutes in. Okay. Hello and welcome to Unsound Theories. I'm Kat. I'm Kira. And we watch movies with no sound and no subtitles and try not to get flushed down the toilet. <laughs> Spoiler, I managed it. I also managed to not get flushed down the toilet. I do want to clarify that. I am not at risk of being flushed. <laughs> So, what movie did we watch now so, nine minutes into this recording? <clears throat> we watched a, a little unsung gem <clears throat> called Flushed Away. Unsound Theories, Unsung Gems Edition. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Flushed Away, which was, as far as I could tell, visually, made by the same people who made um, Wallace and Gromit. It was, yes. And um, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna be very, very, very honest about this. It, where was any of that? It, oh boy. (laughs) They tried to make the animation look like, like, like claymation, like stop motion. Yeah, it was, it was like CG 3D animated and they tried to make it look like claymation. Yeah. And they ended up instead having something that looked like it was missing 80% of its keyframes. Yes. Yeah, it just looked bad. It like like the thing about stop motion that is the physical sense of it makes it charming, right? Because it's like a you get the fluidity of motion because it is moved by human hands. Yeah. And, and this, this is just, they just, they just did animation and removed half of the frames. Yep. <laughs> now, I, I do want to clarify because I watched it on YouTube. I also watched it at 1.5 times speed. Okay, I watched it on YouTube and I didn't watch it at 1.5 times speed and I wish I did. I, I mean, like, I am glad that I chose to do that, but I think it also did not help the jitteriness of the film. Oh no, it was just like that. That's just how the movie is. I can confirm. Okay. 
Like, all of their, like, talking animations, their face has, like, three frames that they just alternate between. Did you know, um, I saw in the, in the credits, uh, Yakety Sax was used in this movie. I can only assume it was playing through the entire duration. Um, boy, howdy. Yeah, I mean, like, okay, so this movie is extremely, deeply, painfully English. Yes. While I was watching it, I couldn't help but think that even though I couldn't hear the movie, the jokes, and had no idea what the fuck was going on, I could still feel, based on the animation, I could tell that they were trying so hard to make jokes. Mm-hmm. 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 And, and the, the kind of trying hard to make jokes where it just is, it's too much. I had one moment that I experienced some small amount of genuine joy from and it wasn't because of the movie um do we want to get into what the general plot is because i think we don't need to do a beat by beat summary while we trash this movie but i think Um, that would be a good idea so so um the main character did you i i only named the main character i assume that the main character was hugh jackman Okay, this is a game. This is a fun game I want to play, which is who played who, because there's a lot of actors in this movie that, <clears throat> frankly, should not have uh, agreed to do the movie, but they did. But any number of them could have played like the stuffy posh rat. Yeah. So who played who? I think it was. It, like I think. Hugh Jackman was the main character because Hugh Jackman showed up when we first see the main character in the opening shot. Like I, his name showed up in the credits. Fair. God, that's now, a um, weird so, choice, though. Yeah. I, well, to be fair, I as far as I'm aware, Andy Serkis, Ian McKellen, Bill Bill Nighy, and like a bunch of other people who shouldn't have been in this movie were in this movie. Yeah. Again, likely because it was made by the Wallace and Gromit studio and they didn't realize it was dog shit <laughs> when they signed on. Yeah. So, yeah, you just... Oof, oof. And it, again, just the, the painful amount of Englishness in this movie. I, I so, okay, so I named the main character Beano. Okay. Um, because he's very Bean esque. He's like, what if Mr. Bean was actually a rat instead of just being Rowan Atkinson? Rowan Ratkinson. <laughs> um. Also, here's the here's another question: Rats or mice? In this movie, they're rats. They're definitely rats. Are they rats? That's my opinion. Because the, the description on uh, every site I saw it said they are mice. No. But they're not. They, they can't be. Legally, they can't, they can't, be, can't mice. be mice. They're rats. They're, they're very rats. clearly rats. They're so obviously like, rats. I, that's, no. No. I refuse. <laughs> I, I, I cannot... I cannot cut into a film that is clearly about rats being labeled as mice. <laughs> they had no mouse-like qualities. No. Where was the... And, like, 
we've already established that this studio's not afraid to use cheese as a plot point. <laughs> so where was the cheese if they were mice? Yeah, it's it, it's perplexing. Also, this is a world that the fictional world of the movie is a world in which rats are just anthropomorphic. Mm-hmm. And that's upsetting to me. It's also a fictional world in which the English national football team is any good. <laughs> but like we get a scene where the little girl who who is the owner of the main character um pours some rat food into his cage and there's a picture of a rat on the box of the rat food and it just has a regular ass quasi human face and the humans mm-hmm. in this world are just sort of okay with that maybe in this world um humans evolve from rats Okay, now this is this makes the movie more interesting. So it's literally identical, except instead of being primates, we're rodents. There are no other changes to the world. That is interesting. But also in this world, the other animals are very like the the frogs less less so. But the slugs do have lips and teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and also apparently are gifted singers. Um. So I don't know that I would be uh, especially uh, um, comfortable with walking outside and seeing a slug with lips and teeth uh, you <laughs> and know, regular I, human I like, eyeballs. I feel like if it's the world you grew up in, you'd be used to it, you know? I guess, but look, it's such a choice. I mean, like, just generally speaking, I think there were a lot of choices made for this movie. That I simply would not have made were I in charge of making this movie. Yeah. Uh, Chief among those is the casting decisions. Because, like, I I, I just, I'm just going to point this out. This movie was, like, basically tailor-made for Simon Pegg and Nick Frost to be the two rats that we meet at at the beginning of the movie. Yes. That would have been so and much better. It wasn't them. No. And I feel like there's a universe, maybe it's the Rativerse, where Simon Pegg and Nick Frost were the leads in this movie. The movie was written differently so that the secondary rat, the what I would call the Nick Frost rat, was in it more. Yeah. And maybe, just maybe, in the Rativerse, it's also about them falling in love. I mean, yeah, it's the, that would be like a much better movie, though. Instead, we have Compet Mick Catholic Rat as the fucking love interest. Yeah, I don't know what she sees in him. He ruins like half of her life for the first two thirds of the movie. I think straight people are just fundamentally broken. Yeah, or he's just got a really big rat dick. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's evidence of that. Okay, so there were a couple of little things in this movie that made me just want to, like, stop watching and go outside and, you know, find a train track to lay on. 
Yeah, um, yeah. They had an ad for a rat rapper named Forty Pence. Uh, there was a there was a moment why? where there was a Han Solo rat frozen in some liquid nitrogen. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, no, I did not see that. I did catch. Okay, I do actually. Now that I think about it, it's definitely Hugh Jackman that is the main rat. Um, because there's a gag at the very beginning where he's the trying Wolverine to do the costume. Wolverine costume. So it's gotta be. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Yep. I was talking to a friend of the podcast, Audrey. Mm-hmm. Um, and I sent her a screenshot, and I'm just gonna. Uh, <laughs> she she remarks about the size of his dick. <laughs> it does look like a dick. <laughs> he's got a it's, he's got a long ass dick. That's like a fucking barnacle dick. <laughs> I hate it. Oh my god, the barnacles had fucking eyeballs in this too. Yeah, and. You know, knowing what I know about barnacles, boy howdy, that was not an eyeball. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, the other thing I learned from Audrey while wa- watching this movie and, and talking to her about it was that uh, there is Rule 34 for this movie. Um, You know, I am going to say that I am literally not surprised. Because... The purpose of Rule 34 is to state that if it exists, there is porn of it. <laughs> and and yet, how could you for this movie? Because it's one of the... Maybe you were an idiot child when you watched it and it's nostalgic for you in a way that makes you horny. I guess. I guess. Oh, it's, it's upsetting. I just... What is... My thing that I am struggling with with like this movie in general and also the early aughts why did people think putting the union jack on bell-bottom jeans was a look <laughs> you know that's a great question because i'm pretty sure it also showed up in deb's or something like that i can't remember specifically God, that sounds vaguely familiar yeah i don't i i want to my my heart wants to blame the spice girls i like I just have like a feeling in my you're, soul you're that not it's their wrong. fault. You're not wrong, <laughs> but I think more importantly, we can blame Simon Cowell. Yes, absolutely. I'm I'm comfortable with that. I guess we can talk what, about what happens with the fucking movie. Posh Rat um, gets yeah. So uh, I just want to start off. Also, the movie is only available in 480p. Really. That's what I got it in. I got full HD, baby. I got maybe it's a Canada thing because I be. only got it in 480p. Yeah, it must be. That suck. I mean, I'm honestly kind of glad for you. You didn't have to see the the truly upsetting texturing on some of the rats. Oh God! I'm gonna send you another screenshot. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Just, just, just go ahead um, and 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 enlarge this one real fast and look at his skin. Oh wow, that's upsetting. <laughs> I guess it's supposed to look like he's made out of clay. Yeah. 
Yeah. But that's far too much detail. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. It's not good. It was it was upsetting to look at and see. The slugs uh the the slug texture was not good. Hated it. Uh all of all of everything about this movie is bad and upsetting. Yes. Let's, let's so let's let's talk about what this movie what happens in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh did you do a did you do an album sync this time? I uh, I didn't cuz I watched part of it at work on my phone. Gotcha. I listened to an album called I Walk the Devil by a band called Subspace. Okay. Good, good uh, name the for a band. The cover The cover of the album has the devil being walked on all fours with a leash around his neck. <laughs> Fuck, that's right. And the music is fucking rad. Uh, I yeah, actually I do highly recommend this one. Um, and then, so basically, we get this rat who possibly is the pet of some sort of British nobility of some kind. It's definitely some rich people. He has like a fucking fancy ass like gold cage and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and they go on vacation and leave him alone, and he has a wild time. Trying to fuck the Barbies and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I... And then another rat comes into the house to watch the world cup. Yeah. I, th- I thought you were going to say to watch the world come. And <laughs> no, just, 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 just soccer. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, the other rat is the dirty boy and there's a nice, like, fucking 30 second long scene with his nasty toes fucking frames mm-hmm. <laughs> right in the middle yep. of the fucking screen and I hated it. I could feel my soul leaving my body by the minute as I watched this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so he gets flushed down the toilet by this street rat um, and then he ends up in Rat London which yeah. is like regular London. But made out of gra- garbage, mm-hmm. and so it's just like regular London. <laughs> um, yes, except that there are parts of London that are actually kind of nice, <laughs> like the Gherkin. I mean, it's a giant penis-shaped building in the middle of London. Not that skyscrapers are in all penises, but this one's round. <laughs> That's good shit. It looks like. It's 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 weird, and I like that about it. I like buildings that are allowed to be weird. Mm-hmm. Same, except for the Jeff Bezos balls; those can fuck off. Yeah, no, like there's a difference between like the kind of weird architecture that you get from a rich person with no taste, <laughs> yeah, and the kind of weird architecture you get from an architect who just wants to be funky fresh with it. You know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so he goes to Sewer London, um, he, uh, like, fucks up some shit and breaks things, and then he meets Mm -hmm. a lady rat, and he breaks a bunch of her shit, Mm -hmm. um, and gets her captured by the rat mafia. Yes, and they're brought before the frog father. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I hope he's called the Frog Father. If he's not, I'm literally flying to London. Kira, you can't say that. Um, For comedy. In Minecraft. It's it's a joke. For comedy. (laughs) In Minecraft. In Minecraft. 
so we come to find out that the frog father is extremely horny for royalty, particularly Queen Victoria, I, which is ironic. I didn't pick up on that, and I do hate hearing you mention it. <laughs> They're about to like get frozen in liquid nitrogen for stealing a jewel <clears throat> from the frog father's royal jewels collection or whatever. Yeah, this frog has access to an alarming amount of liquid nitrogen. <laughs> like... The kind of it, it's just like how 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 does he get so much? That's it's very weird. It, it anyway, is, um, yeah. But they manage to escape. Um, that this is the point where you see Rat Han Solo trapped in the ice. By the way, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, they escape the rat mob with the ruby. Hugh Jackman's character takes like 12 nut shots and is probably impotent as a result. <laughs> yeah, I do remember watching that. I remember, I, I do remember it because I was in a voice call with Hannah um, while I was watching most of this. And mm-hmm. I remember remarking about how many times the idiot rat was hit in the junk. And like, it, it's one of those situations where the first time it's like, okay, that's kind of funny. And the second time, and then the third time. And then the fourth time, and it stops being funny. And then, like, the eighth time happens, and it's funny again. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the few funny moments. Like, yeah. they escape the rat mob and lose the ruby. The frog father has a monologue about his evil plans to some tadpoles. And Hugh Jackman meets his love interest's family. And I'm, like, 80% sure that it was maybe a reference joke thing to the Every Sperm is Sacred song from The Meaning of Life <laughs> and that these rats are Catholics. Uh, that would make sense, yes. It might just be that they're rats and they make a lot of little babies. Yes, or they're just Catholics. I, it might be both. So then he, like, after bonding with her family, steals her boat because she he overhears her and her brother talking about turning him in for a bounty. She manages to catch up to him. Your comprehension of this movie is truly astounding. Uh, There was a wanted poster. Cat, I'm an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) And I was also only half watching. Oh, God. Okay, that's fair. Um, I would, I, I was like, like I was paying attention but I didn't want to be paying attention. So there was a, there was a moment where I, I had a realization that she has this, like, arm on the top of her boat, which, by the way, is called the Jammy Dodger. Yes. Um, she has this, like, robot arm on the top of her boat, and you know what I thought of in that moment? Huh. It's like Xanadu's truck arm in Neo Oh Scum. my god! <laughs> it's exactly Xanadu's truck arm. No, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe just maybe the reason why these rats look so human is because of the rat bastards Chris and this is actually the Neo Scum universe. Holy shit. So, my theory is that this actually takes place in Neo Scum times We've and in Neo Scum world. We've fucking cracked it, I think. Holy fuck. And I think this is like a prequel to the story of the rat bastard getting his Chris. Okay. Here's a question. Mm-hmm. 
do you think they saw this movie? Uh, Mike McDonald? Yes. I can literally ask him. We're mutuals. <laughs> I need to I need to know if this movie inspired that. Like I, that's a that's like a fucking Maslow's hierarchy of needs bottom level shit right now. <laughs> okay, we can I can I can DM him. <laughs> I I that feels like a really weird one to open with, but you know. <laughs> I mean, you could provide some context if you want, but I have to know. I mean, I'm not going to do it right now because we're in the middle of recording and I don't want to... Yeah, 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 of course. But I will do my best to find out if Flushed Away, the badly CG animated movie, served as any inspiration for the story and... Not even the story. elements of Neo Just the hand. This movie's bad, so this is where I stopped paying attention. They get attacked by some frogs at some point. Yeah, yeah, there's frog ninjas. Um, um, this is after they start falling in love. Um, <sighs> fucking disgusting straight propaganda. Yeah. Then the only scene in the entire movie that genuinely made me laugh happens. The ninja frogs arrive on the boat. And one of those frogs is a mime. Yes. And they hold up a flip phone in front of the mime so that the frog father can talk to them while the frog mime does all of the yes. hand motions that, was that might tie into what the frog father is trying to say. And it, I, it's genuinely very funny <laughs> yeah and i did love the way that, that part. only that only the art of mime can be the other the, related to that the way they get rid of the ninja frogs is they let loose like a fly and all of the frogs try to tongue it including the frog father on the phone screen <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah they're, 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 I, I feel like that there's Bits of this movie that are somewhat salvageable. Yeah, they just need... But not enough of it to make a good movie out of this. Yeah. This is... (laughs) Yeah, this needs to be, like, a short or something. So, Hugh Jackman's rat and girl rat... Grat. Grat. They, uh, they, they fall down a waterfall thing in the sewers... And they use an updraft and a plastic bag to basically paraglide around London. Oh, at this... Real London, <clears throat> not rat London. At this point, I did figure out that they were being chased by the the um, frog mafia, the frafia, um, mm-hmm. because the thing she's using as her belt at this point is like a piece of a machine that the frog father needs to enact some sort of doomsday plot on rat london yes i believe he was going to flood that section of the sewers and my interpretation of this situation because the flooding happened at halftime for the world cup i am assuming that this water is coming from like the bathrooms of the world cup stadium and at halftime everyone has to go piss and Yes, no, no, no. It's 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 a very explicitly that there's an there's a water surge because the whole of England is pissing at the same time. 
Um, so, yeah. <clears throat> that... Uh, it, it's just... And then they stop it with, a, with the liquid nitrogen pipes. Because yep. that's... That, that can be done. I would love to see a science experiment where you try to freeze someone's piss midstream <laughs> with liquid nitrogen. Fuck. Um, you know, naturally you would want to pour the liquid nitrogen away from any sensitive bits. So it would have to be someone who's got, like, a real powerful stream. <laughs> okay, so so what if you... What if, Okay, what what if, what if you... <laughs> So it's, it's gotta be fresh from the person, right? 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 right because right, right, otherwise, right. it's not warm enough right, 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 to right, right, really right, right, experiment. Right. So, what if you just open up the container of liquid nitrogen and piss into it and see if the frozenness comes back up the stream? I don't know that that's how free freezing works. It's how the fucking movie know. worked. True. Um, huh. I mean, that's... Look, it's a worthwhile experiment. Yeah. I think we I think we can hire someone to try it. I, I mean, I'm certainly not gonna try it. Yeah, so our heroes save the day and... Uh, Build a new boat and, and sail off into the sunset. Yeah, because he decides he doesn't want to live in the rich people place anymore and he wants to be with his rat girlfriend. Movie over. Oh, except there's an after-credits or a mid-credits scene where, um... The slovenly street rat is watching TV on the couch, and then the girl comes in and is like, we're home from vacation! Yeah. And, yeah, and then we don't see... Presumably they kill him. And, yeah, possibly also feast upon his flesh. I don't know, those fucking toenails, I'd be pretty squeamish about that. That's true. So that's that's this movie. That's the movie. Um... We we did it. Um kind of. We we watched it uh Un- very unfortunately. Yeah. Um uh don't don't Google flushed away rat feet. Now I have to. <laughs> oh, look at that. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Yeah. You don't love it. Don't love to see it. Certainly. Certainly a movie. Um do you want to? Do you want me to read the summary? Yeah, let's do the next part of the show. Yeah, I I am tired. I want to get this over with. Hey, listeners, it's Cat here with this week's mid-roll announcements. I don't have a lot to talk about this week, so we'll keep it fairly brief. You can follow Kira on Tumblr at sapphire-mess.tumblr.com. You can follow me on Tumblr at zafticat.tumblr.com you can follow us both on twitter at sapphire underscore mess for kira and at zafticat for me and check out my itch page if you feel like buying games i make cool things that are actually quite good and there's a couple more coming down the pike soon so hopefully those will be out before you know it if you'd like to support us there are a few ways you can do that first you can tell someone about the show We thrive on word of mouth, and our goofy brand of weird is the perfect thing to recommend to your friends, your polycule, your found family, your biological family, or your kismesis, if you have one of those. 
You can also be our favorite people in the world and leave a review for the show on the podcatcher of your choice. We're fans of good pods for their really neat shareability features, but whatever you prefer works for us. If you do leave a review, let us know via tweet or Tumblr message and we'll get you a shout out on the show. Thirdly, we'd be so grateful if you were to support us on Patreon. We make this show because we love it, not because of the money, but a little support from you goes a long way for us. So please consider that support. No integer dollar amount is too small. That's all I've got for the mid-roll, so let me kick it back to past me and past Kira so that we can talk about this toilet movie. It's... I hated this, you guys. I genuinely hated this. Cue the VCR sound. Flushed Away is a 2006 computer-animated adventure comedy film directed by David Bowers and Sam Fell, produced by Cecil Kramer, David Sproxton, and Peter Lord. Hmm. Oh my god, just the byline on this. Written by Dick Clement, Ian Lafrenet, Chris Lloyd, Joe Keenan, and Will Davies. It is the third and final DreamWorks animated film co-produced with Ardman Animations following Chicken Run and Wallace and Gromit and The Curse of the Were-Rabbit. The Curse of the It is the first Were-Rabbit. Oh. It's actually a pretty decent movie. It's the first Ardman project completely made in CG animation as opposed to their usual stop motion. The film stars an impressive cast of Hugh Jackman, Kate Winslet, Shane Ritchie, Bill Nighy, Andy Serkis, Sir Ian McKellen, and Jean Renault. Roddy St. James is a British pampered pet mouse. I guess he's canonically a mouse. Yeah. Living in a posh Kensington apartment. Roddy relishes having the place to himself while the owners are gone away on holiday until a sewer rat named Spid. Spid. Hi. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I mixed. I read Sid and Spears, and it came out as Spid. <laughs> <laughs> Roddy relish. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> I'm tired. Uh. Roddy relishes in having the place to himself while his owners are gone away on holiday until a sewer rat named Sid spews out of the sink drain. And wants to stay, especially as England is playing Germany in the 2006 FIFA World Cup final. <laughs> okay. The World Cup final in 2006, by the way, Italy versus France. <laughs> Italy won on penalty kicks. Wow. So, you know. My realism is shattered. Just really digging into that British exceptionalism mm-hmm. of... The idea that England is going to face Germany for a third time and win for a third time. Except they don't. Yeah. Um, Roddy decides to get rid of Sid by flushing him down the toilet. But instead is himself pushed by Sid and flushed down the drain. Mm -hmm. Roddy finds himself in Retopolis, a sewer city made out of various bits of junk that resembles London. He's told to seek out Rita Malone. Okay, so she is an Irish rat and therefore a Catholic rat, most likely. Hey, so he's a mouse, but everyone else is rats, even though they look identical and are the same size? Um, no, she's also a mouse. I'm just going to continue to say rat and mouse interchangeably. But their city is called called Ratopolis. Kira, 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 it appears the Wikipedia article also fluctuates between mouse and rat. So I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Oh, God. (laughs) 
so we have uh, he is told to seek out Rita Malone, an enterprising scavenger mouse who works the drains in her faithful boat, the Jammy Dodger, who can possibly help him get home. Roddy and Rita are abducted by rats Spike and Whitey and brought before their boss, the Toad, as Rita stole back a prized ruby originally scavenged by her father. The Toad plans to have Roddy and Rita frozen with liquid nitrogen, but the pair escape. Rita takes the ruby, and a unique electric master cable required to control Retopolis's sewer floodgates. Roddy deduces that the ruby is a fake and easily shatters it, enraging Rita. Roddy offers Rita a real ruby if she takes him back to Kensington, to which she agrees. The pair first stop to visit her family before setting off. During Roddy's stay, he overhears a conversation that causes him to assume that Rita is selling him out to the Toad, so he reneges on the deal and steals the jammy dodger. When Rita catches up to him, she's able to clear up the misunderstanding. The pair evade pursuit from Spike, Whitey, and their accomplices. Incensed at his minion's repeated failures, the Toad sends for his French cousin, Le Frog. It is revealed that Toad was Prince Charles' favorite childhood pet until he was abruptly replaced by a rat and flushed down the toilet, resulting in his hatred of rodents. Le Frog and his subordinates intercept Roddy and Rita to retrieve the cable, but the duo manages to escape out of the sewer drain and back to Roddy's apartment, though the jammy dodger is destroyed. Roddy pays Rita the promised ruby and em and an emerald, then shows her around his apartment. She at first believes he has family, but notices his cage and realizes he is a pet and alone. Rita tries to persuade Roddy to come with her, but he is too proud to admit his loneliness and rebuffs her. Rita leaves via the toilet, only for her to be captured with the toad taking back the master cable. Roddy joins Sid to watch the game. When Sid mentions halftime, Roddy pieces together the toad's plan to open the floodgates during halftime of the World Cup when all of the humans will most likely be using their toilets, allowing the ensuing enormous wave of drainage to destroy Ratopolis, allowing the Toad to use the depopulated city as a home for his tadpole children. Hey. Roddy, hey, yeah. I forgot about the tadpoles. Oh, the yeah, weird, yeah, no, that like, was... That piranha was the, tadpoles? That was the Frog Father's whole... Yeah, that was the Frog Father's whole plan. Is he reproducing I, asexually? It, it appears to be okay. so. Okay. We got a fucking Although, Jurassic Park situation on our hands. Um, yeah, I mean, like, there's also a chance, because under the right conditions, certain types of frogs can change their sex, mm -hmm. that Toad has given birth to his own offspring. Yeah. <clears throat> so technically, like, sexual reproduction... But a weird fucked up kind. Yeah, and and the tadpoles are like fucking piranhas. They 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 strip the flesh from a rat, mm -hmm. which is fascinating. Yeah, it's it's a weird movie. Roddy entrusts Sid with his home and cushy position, and has Sid flush him back down the drain again. He frees Rita, and together they defeat the Toad and his henchmen by getting Toad and the Frog's tongues stuck to moving gears and frees the wave of drainage with liquid nitrogen. Hailed as a hero, Roddy agrees to stay in Retopolis with Rita. Soon after, the two, as well as Rita's family, set off on the Jammy Dodger number two. In a mid-credits scene, Sid seems to be happy all by himself when Roddy's former human owner, Tabitha, returns home with a new pet cat, frightening him. Yep, that's definitely the movie we watched. Would you like to know... <clears throat> 
the cast. Yeah, yeah, solve this mystery. Okay, Hugh Jackman as Roderick Roddy St. James. Mm-hmm. Kate Winslet as Rita Malone. Okay, I could have guessed that, yeah. Sir Ian McKellen as the Toad. Ian McKellen won the Annie Award for voice acting in a feature film for this role. Jean Renault as Le Frog, the Toad's French cousin. He refers to the Toad as my warty English cousin. Uh, Andy Serkis as Spike, one of the Toad's top two hench rats. Was that do you, was Bill, that the one with the fucking thimble on his nose? No, that was Thimble Nose Ted, oh. played by Christopher Fairbank. Okay. Um, Name is kind of on the Bill nose. Nighy as, <laughs> Bill Nighy as Whitey, the other of the two, the Toad's top two hench rats. <clears throat> Whitey is an albino rat and Spike's partner. Unlike Spike, Whitey is sympathetic and less vicious, but also ignorant and gullible. Shane Ritchie as Sid, an overweight and lazy pet rat from the sewer drain. He's an acquaintance of Rita and her family, and the one who flushes Roddy, blah, blah, blah. Um... Kathy Burke and David Suchet as Mr. and Mrs. Malone, Rita's parents. Miriam Margulis as Rita's grandma, who has a crush on Roddy, mistaking him for Tom Jones. <laughs> um, we'll go back to Miriam Margulis. Rachel Rawlinson as Tabitha. And Christopher Fairbank as Thimblenose Ted. Alright. <clears throat> did it, did it, were the, the, um, um... Well, we know it won one award, right? It won right? one award. How did how Mc- how did it do? Th- did you know that there's a coinciding with the film's release? There's a video game adaptation released on released on the PlayStation Two, Nintendo GameCube, Game Boy Advance, and Nintendo DS. I didn't want to know that, but I do now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Flushed Away has a seventy-three percent approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. <sighs> doesn't list any awards or anything like that. Good. Wait, I'm sorry. It did win Outstanding Achievement in Animated Effects in 2006. For the Annie Award. Um, Other recipients of that award, or variations thereof. Hercules. Okay. Mulan. The Iron Giant. Fantasia 2000. Shrek. Spirit, the Stallion of Cimarron. Finding Nemo. The Incredible... I want to point out that Finding Nemo is predominantly computer animated and came out three years before this and doesn't look like shit today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Incredibles, Wallace and Gromit, this movie, Surf's Up, Kung Fu Panda, The Princess and the Frog, How to Train Your Dragon, Adventures of Tintin, Rise of the Guardians. Do you remember that movie? I never watched it. It was the one with Sexy Santa. And Jack Frost, who was a Tumblr sexy man at the time. Uh, there was a whole weird fandom on Tumblr that consisted of people who shipped Jack Frost from Rise of the Guardians with Hiccup from How to Train Your Dragon and Rapunzel and someone else, and I can't remember who the fourth person is. I'm, I'm glad that... At least the corner of Tumblr I exist in at this point is got better. <laughs> I, you know, yes, but at the same time, I'm kind of glad that it didn't in some respects because there's still a lot. Um, 
There's still a lot. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I was going to talk about Miriam Margulis. Yeah. Um, she was a she was Juliet's nurse in Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet. Okay. The yeah. only good Romeo and Juliet movie. Yeah. Um, what else was she in? She was in Blackadder with the aforementioned Rowan Atkinson. Um, she was Professor Sprout in the Turf series. Uh, she was in Legends of the Guardians, the Owls of Gaul. The what? Oh. The oh. the what? Yeah. Legends of the Legend of the Guardians, the Owls of Gaul. Uh. It was a whole okay. It was a whole book series of like middle grade books. I think they were like a middle grade fantasy series. Yeah. Okay. About owls. And Zack Snyder made a movie out of it and it was dog shit. <laughs> I I'm I'm vaguely interested now. Um the the books were all right for middle grade books. Um, the main character was an owl named Soren. who's a barn owl. I mean, I I guess if you're gonna name an owl something, or at least it follows Soren for the first six books, and then his nephew in book seven through eight. <clears throat> Do you want to hear some reviews? I uh, yeah. Before I get too deep into the Guardians of Gohul. <laughs> okay, I I have like tannish. First one is from Christy, who gives it one star and says, uh, the title is this review, No Sound. I also had that problem. I did too, which is weird. Yeah. Maybe there's something wrong with this movie. I mean, yep, yep. Um, Beckenly gives, gives it, uh, three stars with a review titled, Sophisticated English Rats. Why, yes. And this review reads... Something about a rat, as soon as you give him an English accent, he no longer is gross, but somehow is sophisticated. The fact that I want to have tea with the lead character should tell you something. The storyline is okay. Parts of it are funny. The little snails are. A lot of the time I found myself playing Candy Crush on my phone. The snails are. That was the, the, the whole sentence was just the snails are. Um, Heather gives this three stars with a review titled, Watch this and then tell kids no, don't flush anything. And it reads, Watch this and then tell kids no, don't flush anything down the toilet, lol. And no, nothing is going to come up out of the toilet either, lol. Lol. Um, Steak Salad 101 <clears throat> gives it three stars. With a review titled, A Cute Odd Film with a Certain Spark of British Charm. And this review reads, Okay, um, bear with me, people. I never planned on seeing this movie. I hate these overdone CGI animal adventure movies. Dougal, Barnyard, Over the Flippin' Hedge, Happy Feet, though that one was okay. Besides crappy romantic comedies, they're the worst overdone film genre of all time. But, as it so happens, I found myself on a bus to Six Flags in Massachusetts one day as part of a college reunion my dad was in. There was a program for the kids, and our group, aged 15 to 17, was going to Six Flags one day, and they were showing this film flushed away on the bus. Meh. I had nothing better to do. Sleep? I just woke up like a minute and a half ago. It was nine in the morning. 
Study for the exam I was taking off campus on Saturday? Yeah, right. Watch flushed away for no apparent reason whatsoever? Sounds like a plan! Okay, so basically Flushed Away is about this lonely but almost scarily elated rat named Roddy who gets flushed down the loo one day and discovers a huge underworld city in the sewers of London where other rats live. He meets this girl scavenger rat named Rita who looks for treasures in the sewers and he keeps ruining things for her on her boat. Thus Rita gets a huge sense of resentment for this poor rat. Roddy needs to get back to Kensington. Hehe, <laughs> I love that place where he lives, but has no plan of doing so. Rita just so happens to have a dilemma as well. She has this squirrel, this quarrel with a big toad named the Toad, who stole a ruby for her, from her that was going to make her poor family wealthy again. Roddy agrees to help Rita get the ruby back in return for her help in getting him back to the land up top, Kensington. As you can see from my basic plot summary, Flushed Away is an odd film. It has some fantastic voice talent though, starring Hugh Jackman, Kate Winslet, Ian McKellen, and Bill Nighy. It is, al it is also pretty funny, with tons of British humor. Oh, did I mention the evil toad is trying to rig all the toilets in London to suck the people in during halftime break at the World Cup? What? And it That is not stated anywhere in the summary! <laughs> and it reminded me immensely of Nick Park's brilliant Wallace and Gromit series. There is a reason for that. There are references to tons of other adult movies that only we would get. The soundtrack is fantastic as well with some very good tunes, including a track by the Dandy Warhols. Overall, funny, entertaining, and enjoyable. Probably not worth seeing again. Three stars. <sighs> um, <laughs> Just keep going. I, I, I want to be done with this movie. I hated this movie so much. Um, uh, Lauren uh, says, very cute movie. Four stars. Very cute movie. My daughter loves the singing slugs and laughs along with many of the jokes. I also like that the characters have English accents. I might worry about children who are afraid of toilets flushing being a bit freaked out about it, though. Fair. <laughs> I don't know that I've met a child afraid of toilets <laughs> flushing. Yeah. Uh, not... I mean... Uh, yeah. Um... Where the fuck... Oh, God. What was I doing? Reading reviews? <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, this one is from Mama Virgo, who gives it four stars, and I'm a little bit... It's... I'm perplexed. Really cute. It cracks me up to think of your pet rat driving around in the Barbie car wearing Ken's suit when you're not home. Good storyline, four stars. And is that fun to think about? I... Let's think about it for a second. Yeah? I've come to a conclusion. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it would be fun because I don't think the rat would clean up after himself and would instead leave the cars everywhere and I would trip and fall and break my coccyx. Yes. Becky Irvin gives it five stars and says, How my autistic daughter loves this movie. Uh, how I don't like when parents, like, really, really terribly objectify their autistic yeah, kids. Yeah, it's not great. Hate that. Don't love that. We we do not. Um, someone calls it better than Ratatouille. Five stars animation's great. Um, uh, uh, uh. That's, that's, first of all, that's <laughs> wrong. And second of all, I just want to know how it compares to Raccoonie. Um, so, it, 
Better than Ratatouille, absolute cinematic masterpiece. Enjoyed it more than I did when I was a kid. 18 now. The jokes are timeless and the cast is surprisingly good. Animation is deliciously bad. Five stars. Uh, when was the review written? Uh, July 13th, 2020. Um, I reject this review on the grounds of me being the arbiter of things allowed to happen on July 13th since it's my birthday. Okay, perfect. Review officially rejected. <laughs> Excellent. Love to see it. Um... <laughs> uh, uh, where the fuck was I? Uh, Tim Mack gives it five stars and says, "Hate claymation. Love this." Well, that's because it's not claymation. <laughs> Here's a sentence. Along with the Iron Giant, probably my favorite recent kids movie. I hate claymation animation, but I love this. Everything is perfect, from the music to the humor to the slugs. Great stuff. Now I have a question. When did the Iron Giant come out? Oh god, a long time this ago. This review was written in 2018. The Iron Giant was 19 years old at that <laughs> point. The Iron Giant came out in 1999. Jesus, I mean, I that's a hell of a grasp on time and I feel that. But at the same time, you can't call the Iron Giant recent by any stretch in 2018 you couldn't call the iron giant recent in 2010 <laughs> i know like it was <laughs> ha, uh, yeah that was perplexing amazon customer gives us five stars and titles their review a great dvd and the review reads a bread dvd i mean yeah the Rita's mom did get that a lot. <laughs> I have one final review, and I think this one is a great um, and and wonderful, timely, fantastic review. Tara gives it five stars and says, great transaction. And the review reads, <clears throat> it was a life-changing transaction that will forever change me and have deep meaning for my connection with Amazon and everyone affiliated with such a grand company. I <laughs> I don't I don't know what to say. Thanks for listening. We sure as shit didn't. <laughs> Fuck. Bye. Unsound Theories is a production of So Says Media. You can follow us on Twitter at Unsound Theories or follow Kat and Kira at ZaftiCat, Z-A-F-T-I-K-A-T and at sapphire underscore mess, respectively. The best way to support the work we do is to tell a friend and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Good Pods. If you'd like to support our work monetarily to help us keep the lights on, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash media. There you'll gain access to behind-the-scenes content, Patreon-exclusive episodes, and so much more. The music used in this episode is Dance on All the Cell Phones by Chris Postel. You can find this and Chris's other work at soundslikeanearful.com. Until next time, stay wizard. <laughs>